Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! Let's get to the first real benchmark of the season. And that, of course, is the Memorial Day weekend as far as the baseball teams are concerned. And where we are uh, in uh, the American and National League. First off, a couple of stats. Since 1995, that's when they went wild card and all those things. 163 teams that were tied for the division lead at the end of Memorial Day. Now, listen, that's three days from now. I understand that. This is not Memorial Day yet. But out of the 163 since 95 that were, again, at least tied for the divisional lead, their divisional lead, uh, uh, at the end of Memorial Day Monday, 88 won their division. That's 54%. And 106 made the postseason throwing wild card. That's why I bought up 95. And it's 65%. So if you are in a scenario right now where you're the Brewers, we know the Dodgers and Yankees are going to get it. But if you're Minnesota or the Brewers, those are two good teams in both centers to look at. Uh, you got a 65% chance mathematically to get into the postseason because as of right this second, uh, Minnesota's four up and the Brewers are three and a half up. So chances, a matter of fact, four and a half up. So chances are uh, by Monday, if I do the math, I don't think there's any double headers. Uh, you'll have both those teams in first place, you got a 65% chance uh, to get to play baseball in October. Last year, Tampa, the White Sox, and the Giants were all in first place through Memorial Day. That's three out of the six teams, so the percentage was about right, and all won their division as it turned out. Astros obviously weren't, but the Tampa team, the White Sox, San Francisco, the Mets were in first place, not Atlanta. But last year, and that's not too long ago, now last year the A's, Mets, and Cubs were the other three teams, and they all missed the postseason, and the Mets and the Cubs finished below 500. So the number didn't quite pan out a year ago as far as the 65% because obviously you had some divisional winners last year out of the six. Only 50% of them uh, got into the postseason. Since the start of the 95 season, there's only been one time in which all six first day, first place teams on Memorial Day went on to win the division, and that was 98. The Yankees, the Indians, the Rangers, uh, the Braves, the Astros, the Padres, and I might be missing one other division. I am, and I'm not exactly sure which. Di- I, that's probably, uh, let's see, the American League. No, I'm not missing any divisions. That's six. Yankees, Indians, Rangers, Braves, Astros, and Padres. I'm bringing it up right now because if I wanted to give you the numbers so you have a sense of where we are with the sport. If I told you right now at 32 and 13 that the Yankees were going to be in a postseason, you say you bet your bottom dollar they will. They got themselves a five-game lead. Uh, they're 17 and 7 at home, 16 and 6 on the road. They beat the Rays first time they had played them all year was last night in the trap. Beat them 7-2. Torres, uh, uh, Cortez has been uh, very, very good. The Yankees have some injuries right now with their bullpen. Uh, Chad Green out for the year. Obviously Loisica is out too. Chapman is up and down, and Stanton's on the IL, no Donaldson with COVID, but I mean, bottom line is the Yankees are going to make the postseason, and they're going to win that American League East this year. Uh, I think, you know, listen, the 
Angels are pretty good, but the Astros with their pedigree, you have to assume the Astros are going to make the postseason and win their American League West again uh, in uh, in the AL because the Astros just, you know, they don't miss a beat. 14-6 and six at home, 15-10 and 10 on the road. Uh, they have a road series that begins tonight in Seattle against the Mariners. you got to figure the Astros are going to get into the postseason. Now, what are the American League that is a little unclear is the Twins. you got a four-game lead in the White Sox, but you and I and everybody else for that matter doesn't necessarily believe in Minnesota. Buxton's hurt, hasn't played a lot, not hitting. Uh, you know, they don't have necessarily uh, uh, back of the baseball card, reliable starting pitching. That would concern you some too. Not an unbelievable pedigree of success, but, you know, Minnesota right now has got a nine-game lead. We all know the Giants uh, has nine games over 500. Well, maybe it might be eight. They lost last night. It's eight, 27 and 19. Dodgers are going to make it. They're 30 and 14. The Mets are going to make the playoffs. I, I, I don't know. I know I said that last year, and I didn't. Uh, I don't know where I am right now at the Mets as far as the division is concerned. I do expect Atlanta eventually. And right now we have played, you know, a little bit more than 40, 25% of the season for the Braves. They played 45 games. Matter of fact, yes, 45 games. And, you know, 40 is about the half is 25%. So they played about 26, 27% of the season. And they have not gotten anything going. They're still under 500. They can't put together a long winning streak. So, I mean, maybe the Mets are the team to beat as far as the, uh, yeah, maybe they are going to win a division this year and not fall back into a wild card scenario. Then you have Milwaukee, which has very good pitching and excellent bullpen. Josh Hader has been superb. I think you got to feel pretty good about Milwaukee. So if you go Tampa, if you go the Yankees in Houston, and you give, uh, you know, somebody's going to win that division. So you might as well, let's, for the hell of it, let's go Minnesota. We'll play the numbers game, 65%. Uh, and then we'll play the Astros. That means you got three spots for uh, all these other teams in the AL. I think we all think that Tampa is going to figure out a way to make it. So let's put the Rays in, and that gives you two spots out of about five teams, which would be the White Sox, the Angels, Toronto and Boston, four teams for two spots. I'm not going to eliminate the Red Sox. I will for the division. I won't for the uh, wild card because they've played better. They have uh, wherewithal, good manager. They've spent a little money and they've won, you know, basically, uh, I think they've won eight of ten. And they played pretty well. So we're going to put the Red Sox in the mix. And they're only three back of the Jays. So Toronto, the Red, we're going to put Tampa in. At, uh, you know, they're 8-9 over, but we're going to put the Tampa, we're going to put the Blue Jays, the Red Sox, the White Sox, and the Angels. I think you're playing four for two in the American League. In the NL, you know, you're going to put Dodgers, Milwaukee, and the Mets. So that means you only got three spots to work with. You got San Francisco, San Diego, St. Louis. Those three would be in right now. And, you know, let's put Atlanta in the periphery, if nothing else, because of, uh, you know, winning it last year under 500 until August. And then they won the whole thing going away. So let's put Atlanta. That's probably not going to happen again. But let's put Atlanta there, too. So let's go the three divisional winners. And then let's put Atlanta with the Giants, Cards, and, and, and Padres in that order. I don't know if there's anybody else. You can't say Pittsburgh, Chicago, Cincinnati, Arizona, Colorado, Washington, or Miami. Those are out. So the only other team that you could possibly equate in that category to me would be the Phillies, who have done 
awful in big spots for, you know, the last couple of years. They've basically been a 500 team. So if you want to put the Phillies there, they're not too far behind Atlanta. Go ahead. I won't because of their bullpen and they haven't done a thing recently. So I will only put Atlanta in that spot, not the Phillies. So theoretically, you can make an argument. You only got four teams for three spots in the American League. And as I finish this little soliloquy about baseball in 2022, that tells you that after 25% of the season, it's like the NBA. After 25% of the season, if I can narrow it down into the NL with seven teams, with the three divisional winners and then the four teams I just mentioned for six spots, and in the American League, if I really wanted to be, I can make it eight teams for six spots. I mean, think about it. That's 15 teams. That means half your league is out of it 25% of the season. Now, let's go through some of those teams, and let's see if we can make a case for them being in the postseason. Seattle, 19 and tw- 18 and uh, 27. They've been awful. They're 11 behind. They won 90 last year. Haven't made the playoffs in 19 years. I think thinking that they're going to get in this year right this second is very, very difficult to do that. They're terrible on the road, and, you know, they just lost a series to the A's. I say no. Oakland, you know, they're not making the playoffs. I don't think there's any need to elaborate. Texas, better, more competitive, only three games under 500. Pretty good offense, but I think we all think the Rangers, year or two and some pitchers away, being in the postseason. Detroit's been the most disappointing team with Seattle in baseball so far this year. They're not making a postseason. They're 12 under 500. And Kansas City's been terrible. They have 12 games or 11 or, or uh, 13 games under 500. You want to consider the Indians because they have pretty good starting pitching and Francona? Well, listen, they're 18 and 23, never have any money. I'm going to say no. And then, of course, Baltimore, we know they're not going to be in a postseason. You know, the Rockies in Arizona are not making it. Cincinnati, Chicago, Pittsburgh are not making it. Miami and Washington are not making it. So you can make a case for the Phils if you want, and maybe you can make a case for the Indians. It's hard to believe we have played 25% of the season, and I can theoretically eliminate half the sport right now well, with uh, postseason possibilities, which goes to show you the big uh, ramp up with the lockout was competitive balance and put the bad teams and give them a chance to win. Well, the players got off that because then it became about competitive tax. They didn't want any competitive tax for the high spending teams. Read Steve Cohen Mets, read the Dodgers. So they got off the floor. And if you're going to have a ceiling, you got to have a floor. So they got off that. Now, if you're not going to have it, I should say it this way. If you are not going to have a ceiling, you cannot have a floor. You can't have it one way and not the other. So the idea that right now you are going to you know, sit there and talk about parity, well, you're not going to talk about it in Major League Baseball. NBA's got the same problem. We can sit there you know, 25% through the season. We may not be able to give you the seeds, but we can tell you who's going to get in and who's not going to get in. Hockey, you can't do that. And the NFL, you can't do that. The two sports you can are this one we're talking about right now and the one that's just closing up in 2022. The One of the reasons for the latter is because you got to get the star player. One of the reasons for the former is money and no salary cap. Yankees and Dodgers are the two best teams right now in the sport. Whether they are standing, and baseball could use that, a bi-coastal World Series 
where there's, you know, between those two franchises, two of the probably the biggest franchises in the game, you could argue Red Sox, maybe Cubs, but probably the two biggest franchises. I shouldn't say that. Definitely the two biggest franchises in the game. Baseball, if they ever could be so lucky. Where on October, whatever that date is, what, the 22nd, 23rd, we're looking at a Dodger-Yankee World Series. They are the two best teams. Nothing's going to change that. They will be the one seeds in October. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. 